good morning to you on this Friday, the 6th of October, and I praise the Lord that I'm actually available to you right now because it's been a really long, uh, hard, arduous process to get online today. And so I wonder if this is because the enemy does not want you to hear what the word of the Lord is to you today. And so I'm here to announce to you, my assignment is to share with you today, the heart of God in your life is dust it off dust it off. This is a spiritual cleansing God is calling upon your life. He wants you to un be unloaded and unburdened from that which has been defiling you. And this came from a dream from the Lord, and I believe this is a message for everyone right now. God is ushering through uh, you through doors of opportunity, ushering you into another season of your life. We've been prophesying this is the year of the door of surrender, the year of the door of humility and on the other side of the door is another dimension in God another dimension of your experiencing who God is another dimension in you experiencing the promises of the Lord there's another dimension of your inheritance that you have not yet encountered and it's written in his word and you know when you read it that you've not experienced it what is it is it, is it something to do with relationships does it have to do with your health does it have to do with your finances? Does it have to do with your ministry? Does it have to do with you walking out your kingdom calling and assignment? Does it have to do with you walking in signs, miracles, and wonders, laying hands on the sick, casting out devils, raising the dead, praying and speaking in other tongues? What is it that God has been ministering to you that he has for you that you have seen, that you've been walking uh, and expecting and hoping for, and you've not seen it. That is what the Lord is unleashing in this hour. But there is opposition to this. I've been prophesying about the adversity and the adversaries that, that rise up when you're opening or walking through another door. And so the word of the Lord to you today is dusted off. And I'm going to take you now to Matthew 10 and verse 14. It says, whoever will not receive you nor hear your words when you depart from that house or city, shake off the dust from your feet. And then he says, assuredly, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. And so I want to minister to you some encouragement right now that because you're experiencing opposition, you can actually begin to rejoice. You can begin to rejoice because it is the confirmation of God that you're walking into a new dimension. In this passage, it's where the Lord sent his 12 disciples. He had called them. He had prayed and fasted all night long before he chose the 12. They had been walking with him and learning his ways, learning the ways of the Father, learning the image of Jesus, learning the heart of God, learning the power and the authority of Jesus. And he sent them out with the authority to cast out demons and to lay hands on the sick. And when he did this, he warned them, I don't need you to take a staff. I don't need you to take any money. I just need you to tell people the kingdom of God has come. And he said, these are the things you're going to do. You're going to cast out demons. You're going to lay hands on the sick as signs confirming the kingdom of God. But when they went, he knew they would face opposition. He says, when you enter to that city and there are those who will not receive you or your words, he said, when you depart from that house or city, shake off the dust from your feet. This is a prophetic sign of what God wants you to do in the natural. He wants you to naturally shake off adversity, shake off the, the words of people who are opposing you. What did he say? He says, if they will not hear your words, you're just doing what God called you to do and they won't listen. And he says, when you depart, meaning don't stay there, don't feel compelled to stay there and endure 
uh, any kind of abuse or rejection. He says, when you leave that house or that city, shake off the dust from your feet. And that is the word of the Lord to you today. Dust it off. How many of you right now, as I'm prophesying this into your spirit, are receiving comfort from God because you've been experiencing adversity? You've been experiencing the need to persevere. Come on, adversity and perseverance go hand in hand. When there's an adverse uh, situation, you need perseverance to get through it. You need severity. There's a severity of faith, a severity and a steadfastness. Glory to God. The Bible says be steadfast and immovable, always abounding in your work in the Lord. So what is he saying? You're doing my work. Be steadfast in my work, no matter what the headwinds are. Somebody needs to hear God. I am experiencing uh, headwinds in getting this broadcast, but I'm refusing to stop prophesying and speaking into your spirit. Jesus said, behold, I send you out as sheep among wolves in this passage. He's saying, I'm not sending you into an, a friendly environment. I'm not sending you into the friendly confines of what you've been used to. You have become occulturized into a new kingdom. And now as you carry the torch and bear the light of that kingdom, there are going to be roaches that come out and they're not going to like the light. There are going to be mice and, and vermin that don't like to be exposed and they don't want their works to be exposed. And the spirit of the Lord is ministering to you right now that there is a reason why you're seeing adversity. He is sending you out as sheep among wolves. He says, therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. There is a need to turn the other cheek. Is a need to turn the other cheek. Listen, if you're dealing with people that are adverse in this new dimension that God is bringing you to, he's teaching you how to remain steadfast. He's teaching you how to stay in faith. The Bible says it's by faith that we understand. And so when you hear the voice of God saying, do this, my son, do this, my daughter, and you persevere even in the midst of opposition, there's a steadfastness that comes through the faith in God. You understand who you are. Jesus had to leave his family to go into the synagogue, and they went looking for him. He was 12 years old, and he took it upon himself to obey God when no one else would listen, when no one else would understand. He said, I have to be about my father's business. He says, and you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but he who endures to the end will be saved. This is Matthew 10, 20, 22. When they persecute you in this city, flee to another. For assuredly, I say to you, you will not have gone through the cities of Israel before the Son of Man comes. He's saying, you don't have time to, to care too much about those who are opposing you. He says, you can't get everywhere that, you, that, that needs to be uh, ministered to by the time I come back. So take time to remain steadfast in your assignment. Then he goes on to say something incredible in verse 24 of Matthew 10. He says, a disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. So he's saying, I'm your teacher, I'm your master. You're not gonna experience anything greater or easier than me. Watch this. He says, it is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher and a servant like his master. So he's saying what you're experiencing, the adversity, actually is because you're coming into an identity of Christ. You're experiencing the sufferings of Christ. As the body of Christ, you're experiencing the same 
adversity that he experienced in the measure that you've been assigned to endure. And he says, uh, if they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will they call those of his household? So the accusations of the enemy will come through those who you're actually sent to bless. And he's saying, when I did that, they called me a minister of Satan. So what do you expect? He's saying after that, fear not. He says, do not fear them. Do not fear them. Who am I talking to today? Do not fear them. Put your head down and keep walking and dust it off of your feet. You cannot compromise in this season of time. The Spirit of God took me into another dream last night and had to do with compromise. And I saw two different teams. Both of these teams represented believers. One team had a standard, and it was God's standard, a standard of excellence, a standard of victory. And even in adversity, when they were not experiencing as many victories as they were used to, they did not change the standard. The other team, however, had a winning culture until they started losing and things got adverse and they began to lower their standard and lower their expectation. And they began to experience it, experience a languishing in their work because they lowered the standard. The Bible is trying to encourage you that you should not fear opposition. You should not fear adversity. You should take adversity as it comes and persevere through it and abound in your work in the Lord, abound in your communion in God. When you compromise, you're actually replacing God's will with something less. When you compromise, you're doing something that is a component of a promise. It is not the fullness of the promise. You are doing something that is not composed in the fullness. You're taking a composition of the promise, but not the fullness of the promise. You're taking a portion of what God said, but you're thinking because you're not experiencing the fullness of it that you've been disqualified from the full promise. Listen to me. God says, be humble under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care on him for he cares for you. Then he says, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. That's the adversity. He comes at you like a lion. A lion is known as the king of the jungle. The enemy comes at you as one who cannot be Overcome. He wants to present a mountain in your life. He wants to present something that looks like a Goliath in your life. It's insurmountable in the natural realm, but in the spirit, it's nothing to be concerned about. Because Peter writes here in verse 9 of 1 Peter 5, resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. You're not alone. But may the God of all grace who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. So you're being refined as you're persevering, as you're proving the perfect will of God by being a living sacrifice, putting your body on the line, putting your whole soul on the altar. You are perfecting, uh, you're being perfected and you're proving the kingdom of God. And so you have to be steadfast. Listen, it's not about what you see in the natural. It's about what you heard in the spirit. Jesus told them what to do. Go. And he says, 
Don't go to Samaria. Don't go to the place of the Gentiles. He told them exactly where to go. Go to the people of Israel, the children of Israel. And then he says, don't take a staff. Don't take a tunic. Don't take any money. And he says, go and tell them the kingdom of God is near and cast out demons and heal the sick. And then he says, when you are not received, dust it off your feet. When you hear what God said, he gives you the instruction and he tells you, don't expect everyone to hear it. You need to know he's already seen into the future and he's already told you what you need to know, that you will be rejected. And that's a confirmation of the assignment. As soon as you hear the confirmation of the assignment in your spirit and you begin to walk it out, expect adversity. I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus, you're dusting off every unclean thing now in Jesus' name. Every foul word that's been spoken, every rejecting behavior that has been uh, cast against you, we're shaking it off in the name of Jesus. Somebody needs to say, I'm shaking it off right now. Somebody needs to just type, I'm shaking it off. I'm shaking it off. I'm shaking off the defilement the enemy's trying to attach to me through the words and the actions of other people. I'm shaking off the defilement of even the enemy's whispers in my spirit when I'm seeking God for the fullness of understanding about what he's told me to do. And the enemy's trying to cast me off of my assignment. He's trying to lure me away from the promise of God. He's trying to keep me from my inheritance. He's trying to keep me from shining. He wants me to hide the torch of God inside of my spirit. And the Lord says, do not hide. Do not fear them. Do not fear them. Be steadfast and unmovable. Do not let yourself be moved by the enemy, but resist him steadfast in faith. Faith in what? What you heard. Father, in Jesus' name, we're going to walk out what you said. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for the courage and the boldness. One of those teams that I mentioned, the team that had the standard and would not change, even when they were experiencing adversity and were experiencing fewer victories than they were used to, they had a boldness attached to them. There was literally a boldness attached to their uniform. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you attach boldness to your people, the boldness of Christ Jesus, the boldness of a lion. You said that the righteous are as bold as lions. God, I speak boldness, not pride, but boldness, a confidence, God, that's burning inside of them. I and oh, God, in Jesus name, I anoint them now in the name of Jesus to to be imparted upon the boldness of Christ Jesus, the boldness to face the adversary with a with a face like flint and continue to follow Jesus Christ. That's on you now in Jesus name. Dust it off, says the spirit of God. Dust it off, says the Lord. In Jesus' name. God, I praise you for this time together. I pray this word gets to every soul that's supposed to hear it. God, I pray that no opposition by the power of the prince of the air can prosper in Jesus' name. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. I declare the peace of God over your household in Jesus' name. We'll be back tomorrow morning, Lord willing. Uh, I do want to make one announcement. We are still taking registrations for our uh, God's mind, God's heart, God's voice, prophetic uh, course, our prayer and prophecy training. 
which is an eight or nine week course. It might be nine weeks that is beginning on Tuesday, October 24th. We want to teach you some of the foundations of prophecy, the lifestyle of a prophet, carrying the burden of the Lord. Come on, prophetic protocols, uh, dreams and visions, how to understand what you dream, how to engage in the spirit, how to enter into the throne room of God how to pray as prophets pray, what the uh, watchman's assignment is, what the intercessor's assignment is. All of these things are going to be touched on in this course. And so if you're interested, you can text the word prophecy, prophecy, P-R-O-P-H-E-C-Y to 55498, prophecy to 55498, and uh, we'll get you registered. The course is just $25 for eight weeks of intensive training. So I pray that you uh, consider that. Uh, also, we have our Faith Fire Banquet coming up on uh, Thursday, November 9th. And if you're interested in joining us for that, you can text the word GOSPEL to 55498 and you will be registered there. GOSPEL, text that word to 55498 and we're excited about that. I am so excited about all what God is doing in our lives and I pray that you are as well. Until we see you together again, I pray you experience the shalom, peace of God, and nothing is missing in your life. Bye-bye. Thank you.